Hello everybody, it is Rebecca Vexler here, the founder of Soul Cups, and we are up to episode six of our Plastic Free July Sustainable Speaker Series. I'm super excited because tonight we are talking all things women's health and periods, and I'm gonna be joined by the incredible Organic Cup. I'm gonna be joined by Fiona from the Organic Cup Company, who's gonna to talk to us a little bit about the industry, about how we talk about female health and women's health and how such a complicated industry actually can be waste-free and plastic-free as well. So I'm going to wait for Fiona to jump on and I'll send her a request and then we can get cracking. I'm super excited about this one actually. Let me just find her. Let's do it. Once Fiona accepts the request, oh there we are. Hi. Oh, hello. I'm a little bit early, I think. <laughs> no, you're perfect. You're right on time. Hello, Rebecca. How are you? I am so well. How are you doing tonight? Oh, this morning for you. <laughs> exactly. It's late in Australia, right? And it is uh, 11 o'clock here. So just before lunch break. Amazing. Well, I'm so, so grateful to have you on today. I'm super excited about this particular conversation because... Female health is so important. It is worldly. It impacts everyone. And it's an industry that I think is terribly complicated and often not talked about enough because maybe some people are embarrassed to talk about their periods. Maybe they don't feel comfortable or culturally it's not acceptable, but it's something we need to talk about. And I am so glad to have you in, in this conversation. So for those of you um, that maybe don't know about the brand or the company, can you give us a little bit of background about what is Organic Hub? What do you do? What do you specialize in? Yes, definitely. Um, so we here at Organic Hub, uh, we are a menstrual cup company from Copenhagen, Denmark, um, hence the time zone. Um, <laughs> and we were founded in 2012. So we've been on the market for quite some time and are actually one of the pioneers when it comes to the mainstream cup um, and basically the menstrual cup is just a sustainable, reusable alternative to disposable period products, um, such as uh, disposable tampons or pads. Um, and our mission is to, of course, make the period management a lot more sustainable and avoid um, all this waste we are creating with um, single use uh, products, but also to have a positive impact to uh, cultures, to um, yeah, cultures and, and really the society, because it is such a topic, as you said, that is so kind of um, non-talked about and still stirred by a lot of taboos and stigma. So that is kind of uh, what we want to do as a company. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And, and I love, um, I do love the backstory and, and you are one of the pioneers. So can you tell us a little bit more about what happened? Why was the business founded? Like, what was that moment that sort of sparked okay i have to solve this problem because that's what us as sustainable brands do we solve problems and and this is such a big one so can you tell us a little bit more about why why the company was founded yeah so back in 2012 actually um menstrual cups were not a thing yet um luckily yeah. nowadays with of course um the whole sexual wellness movement body positivity and just really um, the society being a lot more open about body and menstruation. 
Um, but if you go back to 2012, um, really rarely had someone heard about it, menstrual cup. Um, so traditional period products are still dominating the market. And it's quite, um, it was, I think, quite um, surprising to, to us at Organic Cup that also a lot of women were not educated around yeah. what the period products actually contain, um, that most of the traditional period products um, are made or contain plastics, obviously the plastic wrapping. Um, so it's just been such an obvious uh, problem and such an obvious contribution to um, the global landfills that, um, yeah, just us as a, camp a company, we questioned why is this still um, not, yeah, why has there not been a revolution yeah. for, for periods? And then kind of just trying it out and, and also stirring the conversation um, about sustainable periods. Because I think personally, and also we as a company that a lot of times um, menstruating people, they choose what they have been using for years. Um, yeah. So they don't really kind of uh, think about it anymore. Um, so, yeah, that's really for us kind of the reason we wanted to, of course, invent a product that is sustainable um, and especially can be reused years up to 10 years even. Um, but then also providing a period product that works. Um, so obviously that's a really, really important function that it's leak proof. It gives you freedom and actually gives you a lot of ease because it can last up to 12 hours. And I think you and I, we know the hassle of having to change uh, tampons every hours and um, just making it very unflexible in our everyday lives. So um, on top of offering a sustainable product, we also wanted to um, offer a product that really kind of uh, eases the life uh, of everyone mm -hmm. who's menstruating. And, you know, to add to that, I think one of the biggest reasons I was so drawn to, to you guys in terms of the education and information and stirring the pot is also the health aspect, like something you, you quietly mentioned before, which is most people don't understand the harmful chemicals, toxins, the scents, like all of the artificial stuff that actually is so horrific for our bodies that you're literally inserting inside you. Like all of that harmful stuff that is in a normal mass branded pad or tampon that's so horrible for our bodies you know, with this product, with this reusable cup, it's like you literally take all of those problems away. Plus, then we get to the sustainable aspect. Then you get to the longevity and the durability and the quality. And, you know, um, I, I find it funny. Both of our products are for different uses, but the same kind of concept. They're both a cup. <laughs> they're both very high quality. <laughs> And they're both about solving a bunch of problems. So um, I think it's super special. But um, talk, talk to me a little bit about the community you guys have created and, you know, some, some of those educational pieces. Like, what are you doing for your customers that is different to everybody else? That's a really good question. And I think that's also um, a point that really differentiates us from other brands um, mm -hmm. is that it's less for us about the, the product itself or just commercializing a product, um, but so much about building a community and engaging with our community 
on um, stirring the conversation, on starting the conversation. And then of course, also giving a lot of educational um, advice or also information. We work really closely with uh, gynecologists, with doctors, mm -hmm. with people from the field, from people who are experts um, that also help us out as experts um, to give information to users, non-users, interested people, men, women, menstruating people, um, to really kind of take away this fear um, and the worries people might have when they are not cup users yet, or mm -hmm. if they just generally have questions about their bodies, um, how this whole thing of menstruation works. And I think that's also something where, I guess in Australia, but also in Copenhagen, we're very privileged with sex education in school, um, mm -hmm. or at least it is in Denmark. Um, yeah, not and... enough here, definitely not enough here, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. So even though you might have sex education, um, often it's not enough to yeah. kind of facilitate for um, young people's questions and also to kind of take away that, that worry they have of what's happening with their bodies. And um, we really, really um, love to engage with our community on um, picking up on these questions, on the myths, on the worries. Um, and we provide a lot of educational materials. So for example, on YouTube, just as a very blunt example, we have a video on how to use a menstrual cup. And it's, it's neither branded as like organic cup and selling our cup. It's more just about if you're using a cup, regardless of which one, yeah. um, obviously a menstrual cup, <laughs> then um, you can watch this video and we'll help you through the step-by-step. -step. And it has over, I think, 11 million views. Wow. Um, so it just really shows that there is still so much to talk about and to to answer. Yes. Um, and that's really what we what we do as a company. And um, I think that's also one of the reasons why people have chosen us um, mm. as their menstrual cup, because they really kind of bought into also who we are, our values and being part of this community where we become way more than just a consumer and a business, but more of a organic cup family. I think that's so special because it's something I, I talk about all the time. And that is as brands, we become platforms, we become a tool and we have to use it wisely. We have to use it for the greater good. And like my goal, my intention with this whole interview series is to be a platform for education and inspiration. So um, I think what you guys are doing is so important for that particular industry you're so right. Like there are so many countries, so many places around the world where sex education is not an open conversation. Menstrual health is not an open conversation. Like even from a personal experience, like I don't even know who I learned about it from. It definitely wasn't in school. You know, it came from whatever your period pad wrapper was, whatever instructions were on that, you know, and yeah. you talk to your friends and hope they might teach you something. And you know, it needs to be available to us. So, I mean, if you're open to it, I, I can see that there are some people asking questions in the chat um, and some of them are asking about how to remove it, which is super interesting. Um, but I'm sure you've got access to that information somewhere on your socials, So you might be able to point them in the right direction. Definitely. Um, of course, we're always super happy to answer questions. And I think just as a very short kind of tip for the removal, just make sure you break the seal before you remove the cup. Um, I think it has been a little bit confusing on the market. There has been some, um, some cups that had like this little hook on the bottom and people would just pull it out. So obviously that's super painful. And I think that's where a lot of the like bad experiences come from. But if mm -hmm. you want to know more, if you have specific questions, um, 
we have a huge FAQ section on the website. We have a YouTube channel. Um, we have our Instagram. Um, we have a super, super sweet, dedicated customer service team as well, which is actually, I think, our biggest team by itself, like a department mm. by itself. That's just um, happy to help um, any of you who are watching this or watching this later um, to help you through any questions or concerns. Yeah, amazing. I think definitely that should be the, the first message that we give. And that's if you've got questions, head over to the Organic Hub Instagram. You can comment or send them a DM or go to the website and, and get into the FAQs because that's, that's I think, the, the most important aspect is feeling that comfortable in the community to actually ask questions and engage. Um, you know, we pride ourselves at Soul Cups for being incredibly open and transparent. So when our customers ask us questions, that is... We'll tell them everything. Um, you know, that's 101. And I think that's the secret to all successful business in any industry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I think the, the next sort of question I have is amongst this impeccable journey that you've been on in this industry, what is some learnings that you've experienced in the sustainable world? Like how, how are you guys focusing on sustainability through the brand? What are you doing that's a little bit different um, talk us through the actual product range. I think when, when people just hear about Organic Cup, obviously they see a great product. They see a sustainable um, alternative to disposable um, or disposable and conventional products. Um, but um, I know that you've spoken about this with some other brands before in your soul sessions, um, that there's, of course, a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, yeah. as it is for <laughs> you guys at Soul Cups, right? Um, <laughs> And we really try to embody sustainability in everything that we do. So for example, our packaging um, is designed to be super, super minimal. Um, we use recycled carton um, and actually print the instructions uh, on the backside of the packaging to avoid leaflets. We Amazing. don't do any um, plastic windows. Um, so sometimes you have products on the shelf that have like a plastic viewing window. Um, so we don't do any of those. Um, but then also, of course, we ship all of our orders plastic free. Um, and it's just all these little things we, we do that people who actually are Organic Cup users or who actually decide to buy an Organic Cup that they experience and they really love to share as well. Um, but of course, from everything we do within sustainability, it is also really important to just have that as a red thread through, um, throughout all the decisions we, we take. So for example, doing business in now over 40 countries and having warehouses and making sure that logistics are as sustainable as um, they can be. And mm. um, also speaking with our customers and retailers on what can we improve and being really open for feedback too. Um, because I think a lot of times with businesses within sustainability, um, you also have a responsibility, but you additionally have the expectations that you have to be perfect. And I yeah. think that's one of our biggest yeah. learnings is that nobody's perfect and that's all right. Um, we really believe as a company that every step counts. Um, and that's not saying um, that you should do greenwashing or use a sustainability as a buzzword for your marketing, but it's more to also understand that um, companies, especially companies that are already doing really well, they're also just trying to do their best and um, being open to have that conversation also with uh, the community and saying, hey, what it is that you think we can improve or engaging with them in the journey of sustainability. Mm -hmm. So for example, throughout Plastic Free July, to give a very 
um, hands-on example is yeah. we we have like this um, these different themes throughout the weeks of Plastic Free July where we're also highlighting other um, sustainable decisions you can make in your everyday life, other products that are not organic cup related, just to kind of um, encourage this journey on a sustainable um, lifestyle and yeah, to, to really encourage people that every single step will add up to something big and that we, all of us as a business or as an individual have a responsibility and can do this together. I think that's so beautifully um, said. I, I, I mean, there are so many things I want to add to it and I think we can sort of go deeper. But uh, one thing I love about what you just said is talk openly to your customers, be open to feedback, be um, excited about feedback because it helps us grow as a brand. Like I love that attitude because that's how you do better, get better, make better decisions. Like it's all about education. It's all about conscious consumers. It's all about being open. Like, you know, it made me think about when we first started the brand, um, I was doing farmer's markets. Like we would go to the farmer's markets on Saturdays, on Sundays and sell directly to the public. And I mean, the amount of feedback you get that way, like the face-to-face -face feedback, they do yeah. not care if you're the founder. They will tell you if they like it or not. Yeah. Um, but in, in those years, I, that's where I learned everything. That is how we made our decisions on our packaging, on you know, every aspect of the details of how to be more sustainable, how to make better choices. Um, and that's so part of the journey. So I love that right. you guys embody that. That's so special. Um, and exactly like you said, you know, the, the behind the scenes stuff is that's where the real work happens. You know, it's the packaging, yeah. it's the warehousing, it's those conversations. Like, I really feel that like we also have three PLs all over the world. You have suppliers and you have to be there for them and you have to set expectations and boundaries of what you expect in terms of how things get delivered. And, you know, it, it's such a holistic approach. So yeah, incredible, incredible work for, for what you guys are doing and, and for how long you've been around. I think Thank it's really- Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so tell me, I'm, I'm interested. So I, I love Denmark, by the way. It's one of my favorite places in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent quite a bit of time there. Um, unfortunately, we are in lockdown, so I can't get to you right now. <laughs> yeah. But tell me, what is it like in Denmark with the reusable coffee cups and the sort of takeaway industry? Um, when we had lockdown and when COVID was really intense, a lot of cafes decided to refuse using them. I mean, what is it like for you now? What's the culture like in, in Denmark with, with that? I would generally say that um, Scandinavia, obviously also Denmark being part of that, is a really green hub. Um, so I think also when it comes to like global reports on sustainability and green cities, especially Copenhagen has always been kind of one of the uh, cities that have been mentioned. Um, and obviously there's a lot Copenhageners or also uh, Danes do to um, to be more sustainable. So for example, we all cycle, um, which is great. It's a very flat country anyway. 
Um, but so I would say we're around 22 people in the office and I think 20 people cycle to work. Um, so that's quite a good ratio, I would say. Incredible. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just, um, for example, a lot of plastic um, waste um, sorted out. So all these kind of little things that also come from a more governmental level um, to bring that down to citizens. I think it's so, so important. Um, but for example, for the single use coffee cups in cafes, obviously we've also been hit quite hard by COVID. We've had a full lockdown as probably every other country. Um, and I really noticed that although the cafes were still open, um, but obviously we're just doing takeaway, it was really difficult to get them to mm -hmm. use your reusable coffee cup. Um, yeah. And obviously super understandable with the virus, you just didn't want to pass stuff over the counter and so on. Um, but that made it really difficult for people to live more sustainable when it comes to mm. avoiding single use coffee cups, right? That's right. Um, so I think there always needs to be kind of a balance um, of, okay, when do I really need the coffee? And when is, when is it just like a luxury to get a coffee and exactly. what do I prioritize? And as you said, I think you, you have this challenge, uh, no cup, no coffee, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's such a good way of seeing it is that you don't need this coffee necessarily. Okay. Like if you didn't bring your own cup or if the cafe doesn't necessarily um, accept your um, reusable cup, then maybe just go to the office and make a coffee there or maybe tomorrow think about making a coffee at home putting it in yeah. your reusable uh, salt cup and bringing it to work so i think just having this mindset of what is my priority what are my values and how can i kind of transport that into my daily actions because as a consumer or as a um as a person in general we have the decision on our side so it's really up to us on which decisions we're going to take, right? And I, I think you just completely embodied what I'm trying to create with that movement. And it's this no cup, no coffee um, concept is all about mindset. It's conscious consumerism. It's like, how can we as people take control of the choices we make based on education? It's as simple as that. And, yeah. you know, we even have a, a wonderful solution in Australia, which is called the free pour. And what that means is if they're doing takeaways on a counter, like most cafes, pop your cup on the counter and all the barista has to do is pour it straight into your cup. They don't even have to touch it. So mm. if you're not willing to have the conversation with your barista or your cafe and you're too nervous or you're too scared to do that, make your coffee at home. You know, it's, it's just about exactly like you said, priorities. But um, yeah, it's, it's super interesting how this particular thing was so impacted all over the world. Like it just, yeah. everybody stopped and they used it as an excuse to be lazy. And I think mm. we're better than that. <laughs> as yeah. people, we are so much better than that. And it's the same thing with period care and period health and women's health. Like you can make the choice. You don't have to go to the pharmacy or to the store and buy the same tampons and pads that you've been buying since you were 12. You can make a smarter conscious decision based on your health, based on the environment and try something that actually is incredible and will work for you. Like it's, it's quite special. Exactly. But um, thank you. Thank you so much for, for joining me today. I mean, before we sort of sign off, is there anything you want to leave a note on or tell us, 
a little bit more about the brand and where we can find you and how in Australia we could possibly buy you. <laughs> yes, um, I think the best step to also learn more about us at Organic Hub is always to check out our Instagram. Our Instagram handle is just at Organic Hub or you can click here, of course, in the Instagram session. Um, and that's where we share, obviously, a lot of um, things also about our community, with our community. Now, the Plastic Free July Challenge, which is super exciting. Um, and if you want to know more, you can just pop up on our website. And also, we have a store locator. So if you want to see what's local to you or support a local store, then um, please feel free to do that, too. Um, and we actually have um, a campaign running for Plastic Free July. Um, because what we've experienced at Organic Cup is that often this, um, this uh, taking the plunge to actually try out a new mm -hmm. item, or especially an intimate item like a menstrual yeah. cup, um, a lot of people are really afraid to do that um, alone, to try it out alone. So we have an offer running for um, July, which is a buy one, get one free. Um, so it's perfect to Amazing. share the offer with a friend, um, somebody that you think could do this with you to maybe share experience on how it's going for you. Um, but even beyond the cup, just starting um, a challenge for Plastic Free July, this could be a great start, maybe with two cups, even a salt cup and an organic cup, which is a perfect <laughs> match. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> and I think it's just such a good month of the year where we can take small actions in our everyday life that have a big impact. And just a reminder also for everyone who's watching this or watching this later, um, I think we should never underestimate the power that we have as an individual and that every choice we make, every purchase we make, it is basically like a, a voting ballot for a company. So yes. if you buy exactly. from a company, especially a young company, small business, local business, sustainable business, that is an active choice of supporting where the industry will go. That's exactly um, right. And I think that is so powerful okay. knowing that we, we actually can kind of control that as an individual. Um, so just a reminder that really every step counts and we're so excited to uh, be pl doing Plastic Free July with you guys as well and just hope we can encourage uh, so many people to join us. I think I, I love that. And there, there are sort of two small things I'll add to that. And what you said about just starting, like just one thing, this is the whole premise. This is the whole reason Plastic Free July exists. It's to give people the confidence that you don't need to be perfect. You don't need to do everything. Just do yeah. one thing, do it really well, and then move on to the next task. And it's exactly. just building that wonderful momentum. So if you have already got a reusable coffee cup and a water bottle and you don't know what to do next, try an organic cup, try and, and focus on your, you know, your health, your female health. And if you're a guy, buy it for your girlfriend, buy it for, your, yep. for whoever is in your life that, you know, it's is got a period basically. And I think it's, it's so, so important. And we're so honored to be working with you guys directly. I love your brand. I love what you stand for. And exactly like you said, every single person has the conscious ability to vote, <laughs> to yeah. vote with their money and with who they promote and who they use and who they think about and who they purchase from. It's, it's all about conscious consumerism and education and take the time, educate yourself, learn, ask questions, 
talk to the brand, <laughs> you yeah. know, that's, that's the whole point. So um, thank you for being a platform for education. Thank you for setting a wonderful example. And if you haven't already followed Organic Hub, go do it. <laughs> They're amazing. Fiona is amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Rebecca. We are so incredibly privileged that we are able to speak to you on these topics. And uh, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. And we're sending lots of love to Australia. Sending lots of love straight back to Denmark. Thank you so much. Enjoy the beautiful day and hopefully we can talk soon. Will do. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you, Fiona. Bye. Bye. Hi everybody, it is Rebecca Vexler here, the founder of Soul Cups, and we are well on our way into the month of plastic free.